Welcome to the Wildlife Around You show, a casual nature podcast with your hosts, Blaine and Lainey, both nature enthusiasts. Hi. Hello. How are you? Good. Good. So what animals have you seen lately? Grasshoppers. Yeah? Lots and lots of grasshoppers. We went out looking at wildflowers and walking through some of them and just grasshoppers everywhere <laughs> going. So lots of those, I'm sure. Yes. Lots of young birds are enjoying those morsels to eat. <laughs> yes, there are a lot here. What about you? So I ran to, I, ran, I had an appointment and when I was getting out of the car, there was a spiny lizard sitting there and it's kind of looking at me of, do I run? Do I not? Do I run? But he had found himself a nice little perch and he wasn't sure he wanted to take off. Mm-hmm. As soon as I stepped out of the vehicle, he ran up the tree. When I came back out, he was back in his perch. Nice. So, it was nice. Unsurprised. Yeah. So what are we going to learn about today? Sandhill cranes. All right. Tell us about our experience with sandhill cranes. (laughs) So when we went to Bosque del Apache, we'd heard that there could be, and there were a lot of sandhill cranes. We, We were fortunate that we timed it just right, that when they started coming in for the night, it was what? About 45 minutes before dusk, yeah, a lot of birds started coming in. There were also um, snow geese and a few others, but the sandhill cranes, holy cow, do they make quite a ruckus. And there had to have been hundreds, if not more than that. There were so many. Yeah, they're intermixed with snow geese, so this is kind of what the sound was. So, unique sound. You can hear some of the other people talking that were around us. Mm-hmm. So, you can hear them from quite a ways away. Yeah. <laughs> we knew where to drive. So, you know, we had our windows down and using, his, you know, Blaine had his camera and I had the binoculars. And our daughter, a few times, what is that? That's one of the animals we came to see. <laughs> they went her over there. So, sandhill cranes, they're large birds. They typically stand three to four feet tall and have a wingspan of five to seven feet. They have gray plumage and a red forehead and a long pointy beak. Bulky body tapers into a very slender neck and a short tail is covered by drooping feathers that kind of form a bustle. And the bill is straight and and longer than the head is. Mm -hmm. Juvenile sandhill cranes are lighter in color and have a reddish brown head. So they're not hard to mistake. We were actually driving along and like, what is that big gray bird mm-hmm. that just looks like this pile of stuff over there? Then pull out the binoculars. Of, That's what we've been looking for. That's the sandhill crane. <laughs> what kind of habitat are they found in? In a variety of habitats, including wetlands, um, grasslands, meadows, agricultural fields, which is similar to where they were wintering over, and then other moist habitats they prefer those with standing water and so where we saw them there was a a couple of small like two or three small lakes and you could tell that they were wandering through fields looking for food they would 
move around in different areas, but they were all within what probably two miles of the same. Yeah, it was really it was interesting to watch their behavior. They are found throughout North America and in parts of Asia and Europe, and they typically migrate to warmer areas in the winter and return to their breeding grounds in the spring. So the area where they were was definitely warmer since it was in New Mexico. So as far as nesting, they build large nests out of the dominant vegetation in the area where they are, usually in a shallow water or on the ground. So they'll use things like cattails, sedges, burr reeds, and bulrushes. The male and female both contribute to nest building, and it can take them several weeks to complete it. The nests may be 30 to 40 inches across and 4 to 6 inches high. And then they may reuse the same nest year after year or build a new one each year. Just depends. There's not really consistency there. So what are some of their behaviors that are noticeable? So they can start breeding at two years of age, but they usually wait until around age seven before breeding and they mate for life, which can mean two decades or longer, to, and they stay with their mates year round, which made sense because There would be some groups, but they were always in pairs of two when they were flying around and moving around. Um, Sandhill cranes are known for their distinctive calls, which can be heard from a great distance. Sandhill cranes have long tracheas, which is their windpipe, that coil into the sternum and help the sound develop a lower pitch and harmonics that add richness. Yeah, some people say they sound like dinosaurs would have because of how big their tracheas are and other things. They're very social birds and are usually found in flocks. And during the breeding season, they perform elaborate courtship dances that involve jumping, running, and flapping their wings. It was fun because as they were calling, because the temperature was starting to go down a little bit, you could see them like start kind of moving closer together, but they would throw their heads up and start making different sounds. It was fun to watch. Yeah, got a lot of different positions that they get into. So sandhill cranes typically lay one to three eggs per clutch, and both parents take turns incubating the eggs. The eggs will hatch after about 30 days, and sandhill crane chicks can leave the nest within eight hours of hatching and are even capable of swimming. Juveniles stick close to their parents for nine to ten months after hatching, and both parents care for the young, feeding them insects, small animals, and plant material but typically only one of the nestlings will actually survive to fledging. And why is that? So sandhill cranes have few natural predators, but eggs and young birds may be preyed upon by raccoons, foxes, and birds of prey. In some areas, sandhill cranes may be hunted by humans for sport or for their meat. Cranes attack aerial predators by leaping into the air and kicking their feet forward, and they threaten territorial predators by spreading their wings and hissing, eventually resorting to kicking. It was a lot of food for some of those predators in that area. They do some Kung Fu Panda crane moves on them. The hissing would be... To fight them off. Interesting to see in person. Yeah. So they're omnivores, and they eat a variety of foods, including insects, small animals, and plants. They'll feed on land or in shallow marshes where plants grow out of the water, gleaning from the surface and probing with their bill. Uh, Their diet is heavy in seeds and cultivated grains, but may also include berries, tubers, small vertebrates, and invertebrates. During migration, they will also be seen feeding in agricultural fields, causing damage to crops, which is not happy for the farmers. No. They're opportunistic foragers. 
So what kind of fun facts did we come up with? They are one of the oldest bird species still in existence with fossils dating back more than two and a half million years. So they are dinosaurs. <laughs> they are highly migratory birds with some populations flying more than 10,000 miles each year. It's a long way. Sandhill cranes are considered a symbol of good luck and longevity in some cultures. And the oldest sandhill crane on record was at least 37 years, three months old. And it was originally abandoned in Florida in 1982 and was found in Wisconsin in 2019. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. So they're, impressive. A, they're a fun bird. If you're within their flight path and during different seasons of the year, you may hear them mm-hmm. flying over or see them in fields or other stuff. Keep an eye out. They're fun. Yeah, they are. We hope you feel inspired to be someone who is more aware of the nature around you. We also hope that you have enjoyed this episode and learned something new about wildlife that may be around you. For more information about getting outdoors and to see our photos and videos of the wildlife we talk about, follow us on Instagram at a Porter Explorer and Get Outside Daily. To ensure you don't miss a future episode, be a subscriber to our podcast. A new episode comes out weekly. If you really liked it and are willing, please be one of our favorite people and leave us a five-star review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'd love to see what you have to say. It helps spread the word so more can enjoy what is around them. And don't forget to tell your friends about what you've learned with us. Everyone wins when we spend more time with nature. You can find show notes for all our episodes at aporterexplorer.com slash podcast. Until next time, we encourage you to get outside daily to see what is around you and to get back to nature.